This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by the American Farm Bureau Federation. Learn more about their upcoming virtual gathering and register for free at annualconvention.fb.org. Good Friday afternoon. I'm Spencer Chase. Georgia's Senate results could put climate legislation front and center for agriculture. Democratic control of the Senate would put Michigan Democrat Debbie Stabenow back at the helm of the Senate Agriculture Committee. It's a position she's held before, and National Association of Wheat Growers CEO Chandler Gould says he's hopeful she can draw on that experience. Definitely understands how difficult it is to build a farm bill coalition, understands production agriculture, and is going to be a, a heavy hitter as we move into those discussions. And so I feel very confident in her leadership when the Democrats controlling the Senate. Stabenow has previously introduced legislation to create a USDA system to approve third-party verifiers of conservation practices that can be turned into carbon credits. Gould says Stabenow's perspective on ag when it comes to climate legislation should be helpful. And it's not if climate legislation is coming, it's when. So we might as well just get over whether this is going to happen or not. But ag needs to be part of the solution. It needs to be voluntary. It needs to benefit the environment. But there has got to be an incentive there to help farmers with I can get with with what's going to be an increased cost of production in order to meet those regulations and and that's where the Senate Democrats and the Senate uh, uh, Democrats on the Ag Committee are going to play a vital role to make sure that Ag is at the table. We are so part of the solution, and we and that we incentivize our farmers not just increase their cost of production. There's more from Gould, including his thoughts on what he's hearing from the Biden transition team leading up to the president-elect's inauguration in this week's Washington Week in Review on agripulse.com. The Biden administration could have a path to using congressional bipartisanship on one of its major priorities. Agripulse's Ben Nolley has more. An agricultural transportation leader says the incoming Biden administration should consider infrastructure as a tool to build a bridge of bipartisanship between Republicans and Democrats. Mike Steenhuck is executive director of the Soy Transportation Coalition. He says Biden will likely first focus on more COVID-19 relief, but feels some sort of infrastructure package could come soon after. COVID-19 is you know, the, the big elephant in the room, and, and rightfully so. That will be vying for his attention. But you know, he content, consistently talks about having infrastructure be one of his initial actions as president. Uh, I think that would be wise. You know, I think it's it's one of the, the best opportunities to make a bipartisan first impression is to do something on infrastructure. Steenhug argues infrastructure is something both sides of the aisle can embrace and taxpayers literally see the benefits. The beauty of infrastructure is that you can actually see, uh, your, your average taxpayer can see a new bridge that's been completed, a new road that's been paved, a port region that has been enhanced. And those are things that they can they can see and they can use and they can benefit from. As climate discussions move forward, Steenhook also says there's an opportunity to show how improving inland waterways can help move large volumes of freight long distances in both economical and environmentally sustainable ways. For AgriPulse, I'm Ben Nully. President-elect Joe Biden formally announced his final two cabinet picks today, shifting the attention to when the Senate will consider the nominees. Well, it's my expectation and hope that the Senate will now move to confirm these nominees promptly and fairly. 
Biden says he specifically wants speedy consideration of his nominees to head up the Defense, State, Treasury, and Homeland Security departments. He says those nominees should be confirmed as close to January 20th as possible, but also noted the need for other appointees to be in place to address the coronavirus pandemic and the government's response to it. While Biden has announced a full slate of cabinet picks, there are many sub-cabinet positions awaiting a formal announcement, including the nominees to be USDA deputy and undersecretaries. Now, here's a word from our sponsor. Today's Drive Time is brought to you by the American Farm Bureau Federation. Farm Bureau is thrilled to throw open the doors of its virtual convention. Join us from your homes and offices to hear inspiring, entertaining, and insightful speakers like Mike Rowe, Rourke Denver, and Beth Ford. Register for free at annualconvention.fb.org. That's all for today's Drive Time. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. Reporting in Washington, I'm Spencer Chase.